Welcome to another edition of Dink Talk. Today, today we're going to go over the first four games played and my projections on the game two of in those series. And the first one will be the Bruins and the Caps. Pretty even game. I was a little disappointed. I was on the Bruins. I'll be on the Bruins again in game two. Um, get a big goalie break because... Uh, the Caps are down to their third-string goalie who had very little action during the season. And it's a pretty steep drop-down from the other goalies who were 1-1A, and 1A, Van Senek and Samsonov, um, with Van Senek having most of the action this year because Samsonov was hurt. So there's a lot of edges for Boston. Their front line is great. Um, the Caps is good. I think the Caps might be getting a player back. We don't know. He hasn't played much this season. He'd be coming out of COVID protocol. Um, and we'll see uh, if Boston gets a little bit less aggressive. Their forechecking was wild, and it actually cost them a goal, I think. But um, I think what they could do is keep going the way they were. I think they were unlucky. I think um, a lot of times Washington like dribbled passes by them and missed some opportunities. I, I just trust Boston's front line and thought Boston was a much better team than Washington going into the series. Nothing really changed my mind, even though they lost the first game. Um, the number is in the thir low 30s now, five and a half under 28. <sighs> I, um, I played it at a better number this morning or yesterday. yesterday. So... I'm not, uh, I'd make a small bet on Boston if I was going to play anything on this game. It's close to a number where I'd pass, but I still think Boston's a better team by a decent margin. So we shall see. Second game we'll talk about is Vegas, Minnesota. Uh, a lot of money on Minnesota. A lot of people I respect like Minnesota. I think Vegas is better, but uh, it was they probably aren't as better as the linemakers originally thought that game opened. 70-something and close 40, 40-something, 40 I believe. Um, interesting part of that game is Vegas just dominated away the first period. Um, it looked like they were far the superior team, but from the second period on, Minnesota might have been a touch better. They got better shots. Um, Vegas was... Sometimes Vegas seems to do this when they go into these scoring droughts. They had... One or two during the season as well. Goalie edge Vegas. Flurry's really good. He's been unbelievable this whole season. It's, age has not caught up with him yet. But Minnesota might play the better brand of hockey. And I'm not big on matchups, but this one, I, this one, there's an edge to Minnesota because of the regular season. They were, they were, I believe, five and two against Vegas and. Never really out of any game. Uh, Minnesota or nothing for me, plus $1.45 and under as well, five and a half under 30. Um, the goaltending was so good. Uh, I think they'll try to actually play a very similar game, both teams, and they got zero. So five and a half under 30 seems okay with me. I, like, I lean to Minnesota, I lean to the under. I'm not thrilled about either. Um, I'm always against the they need to win this game or they're in trouble teams. 
And I think that will attract some money to Vegas that is unwarranted. The third game we'll talk about is Tampa Bay and Florida. Uh, the next line is Tampa 25 and 6 under. The first game was wild. It was great hockey. Um, I leaned to Florida in the series. I um, was hoping Kucherov would not be who he was. He was great. Uh, he's one of the best players in hockey. He hadn't played all season. I thought he wouldn't come back as one of the best players in hockey, but he looked great. So now Florida's at a little bit of a disadvantage as I rated them much closer than they than everybody else. But I have to re-advise, re-ramp my ratings because of Kucherov and how good he played. So I will pass on the side with a dollar twenty-five or so. But I am willing to make a decent-sized bet on over six even. Um, I see no reason why that game won't be played at a frenetic pace again. Both teams like to do that. Both teams played well. I don't see many changes. Um, I don't. They're going to probably Flyers probably going to stay with Bobrovsky. Um, Rob Pizzola and I think that's a mistake. But I don't know if it would still. They can put in either goalie, and I would bet over. And the fourth game is the Islanders Pittsburgh. That game was well played. It was close to the. It was very close to the vest, and the Islands will make Pittsburgh play a different style than they'd like. That was the main observation in this: is Pittsburgh can't be the wild winging Penguins. That Islands just don't allow that. Um, I think you might get a break because the first game went on, went over. I think that you can probably bet this game under five and a half minus thirty. Um, again, the Islands get a lead; they usually shut down. Unfortunately for them, well, it didn't end up mattering, but they only had a lead for forty-five seconds in regulation. But they they look good, and Malkins probably won't play, is my guess. The Islanders used a backup goalie on an emergency basis when Varlamov scratched late. I think they'll stick with him unless I think Varlamov has some kind of nagging injury because he scratched late a few times in the season toward the end of the season. So I'm we're guessing groin injury or something like that. So we'll go with Sorok in any way. Um, but I think that's be fine. He, he's got to be a better goalie than I thought he was. Or he progressed as he got more games in. So I don't think that'll hurt them because the Islanders don't really allow good scoring opportunities. If Malkin plays, I'd be a little less likely to bet a full bet on under. Um, if he doesn't play, I think under 5.5 minus 30 is fine. And that's today's recap. I'll try to do one either tomorrow or the next day after watching these games. Um... Uh, Good luck. Thanks for listening. I appreciate your time.